podcast where we believe that through books and banter all is possible i'm steph aka ideally inspired reviews on instagram and i'm joined by and i'm ava of imaginative on instagram today's episode we are talking all about literary couples or throuples or plus (laughs) plus yes who have stolen our hearts Mm. <laughs> swoon <laughs> i know um it's gonna be so hard to talk about all of them in just an hour like i feel like we're gonna need to take three months at some time and just like do like a marathon um just on this topic but also just to preface the chat by saying we're going to be using the word couples a lot but that could be referencing poly relationships it definitely is not automatically a hetero couple uh, so that's my little, like, forewarning. My little, you know, don't anyone get all upset. I'm using couples because that's <laughs> what's in the script and I'm lazy. But don't automatically assume it's two and don't assume they're straight. Yep. Uh, kind of like us. Like, you never know. My poltergeist <laughs> might be the third Phantomtastic <laughs> member and neither Steph and I are straight. So there you go. He's our third. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's our third party. Uh <laughs> lord um (laughs) what if my poltergeist actually turns out to be like really hot then like all the better (laughs) but then again you're moving so like i wonder will your poltergeist move with you in which case if maybe he's in love with me it'll be a long distance relationship trying to get my attention when he fucks up our audio (laughs) that's right he just wants everybody to know that he's here (laughs) he does He's such a, God, he's such an attention whore. What a drama king. Anyway, not to project onto my fake ghost, but all right, moving on. So Steph, is there a couple that stands out to you as like your OTP of all time? Yeah. Um, I would say yeah. Jamie, Jamie Frazier and Claire from Outlander. Oh Why God. am I like not shocked? Yeah, right. Like, they're just completely untouchable, in my opinion. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, there are other couples that I love equally, but, like, Mm -hmm. they are the top OTP for me. Um, And it's so Mm -hmm. funny because when I've been asked that question before on, like, Ask Me Anything, and I recall, like, posting (laughs) that, and somebody being like, not Reese and Farah, not Rowan and Aelin, not like, and I was like, no friends, like that's great. They're wonderful. I'm just saying, can't nobody in my opinion touch Jamie mm-hmm. and Claire. Uh, they just go through it. So Jamie and Claire, top, top, tippity, top, top. What about you? Um, I think I'm going to say, and like, I'm surprising myself with this answer a little bit, but this couple has always remained in kind of like the back of my mind. Um, And we recently did a reread. So now I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, I think it's them because I love each of the characters individually. So I think that they stand on their own very well. But when they're together, the relationship is so flawed that it's like perfect, if that makes sense. Um. It's just, and it's so good. It and that is, is <clears throat> I, I was like, like, hold on, who are we talking waiting. about? <laughs> I'm like coughing. Uh, this is why I'm drinking tea today, everyone. I went for, side note, I went for a run this morning. So if my voice sounds gross, it's because I went for a run and it was really cold. And you know when you're like gasping, but then it's also cold. And so it feels like your lungs got like frostbite and then your throat is kind of gunky. Uh-huh. This is not what the people are here to 
I, well, I'm literally like, <laughs> wait a minute. I would, I would be far more invested in what you're saying if you didn't leave us hanging to then like go off on a tangent. You still have not told us. I still haven't told you. I'm so sorry. Like, ma'am. Okay, that's great. But who are you talking about? <laughs> so I realize I'm talking about two characters, actually, like two sets of characters. Jesus Christ! But they, like, oh my the- god. Ava's gonna make you wait till the end of the episode. I I am. Okay, next question. (laughs) Rude. Um, No, okay, so the first one that stands out to me is Persebeth. So Percy and Annabeth from like the Rick Ray Orden series. Fucking everything about that relationship is so quintessentially perfect. I don't think anyone will touch them in terms of couple goals. Like, oh my God. Like when you're such an Annabeth. You're like, there has to be a Percy out there somewhere, please. Um, like, they've just, they've been with me since I was, like, eight years old. I just, like, will forever, you know, like, I learned what love was from those two characters. So, they're important. <laughs> and then, like, in grown-up world, I'm going to say Marcus and Tariana from the Dark Shores series because, first of all, I think that, like, Marcus is my soulmate. Like, I think that if anyone came along and was just like him, like, I would have no choice but to father, I'm sorry, mother his children. He would be the father in that situation. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> listen, no judgment. I, I know. I, listen, hey, absolutely no judgment, but for us two specifically, that's how that would work. Um, I just, like, especially after reading Gilded Serpent, which is the third book in that series, they really fucking go through it. Like I haven't, I haven't read Outlander, and so I know for a fact that Jamie and what's her face go through it. What's but... her face? Jesus Christ, <laughs> Claire. <laughs> okay, but like Marcus and Tariana also go through it in such a way where I remember reading that book for the first time, and I like almost I was reading it in the bathtub, and I almost dropped my iPad in the tub because I was like freaking the fuck out over what they have to deal with. And I remember like frantically DMing Danielle and being like, is this for real? Like, are you serious that you just did that? And she's like, that's my favorite scene from the whole series. And I'm like, ma'am, no, no, no. (laughs) What the fuck? Um, So definitely like just, uh, I love them. I'm obsessed with like the politics behind their relationship. I'm learning that I really enjoy politics coming into play when it comes to romance. Um, And so that just like, hits all the spot. It's totally enemies to lovers. There's even a bit of like captor, um, captive like dynamic there, which I know that a lot of people are like Stockholm syndrome. And I'm clearly mentally ill because I love that shit. Um, <laughs> Have you met so, us? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, they really do it for me. Okay. I talked about two. So stuff, I feel like you get another, another one just to be fair, to even it out. Hmm. <laughs> the thing is it's really hard to like narrow it down yeah. um oh, shit. I, I think uh another couple that i really love and will forever love are sebastian and evie from the wallflower series uh but lisa okay, yeah. uh they uh, just i love sebastian's character but i love mm. i specifically love sebastian and evie together um Mm -hmm. and if anybody is up to date on the wallflower series and have read those or at least have read uh devil in winter which i believe is their book um Mm -hmm. they there's a spin-off series to the wallflower series called the ravenelles and sebastian and evie uh are actively in 
that spinoff uh, in at least three of the books. And mm-hmm. if not, yeah, three. I was about to say four. And they might okay. they might like show up sooner. I can't remember, but it doesn't matter. Like I eat that up. Um, the most recent <laughs> book that just came out, uh, which was Devil in Disguise, which is a Ravenel's series book. Um, that one, I mean, like Sebastian was like legit, like a secondary character uh, in that book. Loved. And mm-hmm. um, so anyways, that one is like there are a couple that stick out to me, um, but also because I like am obsessed with that series. So and then I will um, honorable mention is Kieran and whoever Kieran ends up with. Um, oh, yes. In a the Blood Nash series. So <laughs> love him. So anyway. it's like it does not matter. <laughs> he it doesn't is matter. He could be by himself. Right. Like, he mm. is the OTP. And <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So um, that is my answer. Okay. That's a pretty good answer. I'll allow it. Especially because <laughs> Kieran's in there. Are there any... I'm actually going to switch up this question a little bit because I'm curious. Are there any shows or movies where you've been mad about the end game couple? I'm going to go first. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Because I am a hard core Stucky uh, fan. Um, like, I love Sam and Bucky, even though they're not a couple, but I just want it to happen so badly. Um, fuck. I just, I love, I love so much. I'm also a huge Spidey pool shipper. Um, uh, and that yes. has yet to happen. And I really just need it to happen. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> hello let's come back full circle to marvel in every episode uh but uh, go ahead ava <laughs> um i still think it's fucked up that klaus and caroline did not get together from the oh, Vampire true. diaries true that is a good um, one yep mm-hmm. that's bullshit and i'm forever like there's so many reasons why i'm not forgiving um the creators of that series but that is definitely like probably the number one reason. Like, oh my god! And then whoever didn't Stefan get with who was his endgame person? Hold on, I'm gonna uh, I don't it. know because I stopped watching who it did because Stephen I was so mad. End up with, yeah, okay. Oh my god, that's right. Oh, uh, it was Caroline. Who? Why? So Carol- why? <laughs> oh, I hate it. I hate it. Oh, I hate it so my god. Much. Oh my god. I hate god. it. Okay. Fuck uh, that. Who did Damon end up with? Was it Elena? It was Elena, but then she like died or whatever, or she was in a coffin. <sighs> whatever. Uh, Listen, I mean, I yeah. was just the team Damon, like just Damon. Like, I didn't really care who Endgame <laughs> was with Damon, but like, I just love Damon. Um, so, yeah. Uh, fuck Speaking that. of, um, like, I saw I saw a TikTok because again, this is also going to come back. Ava and I ca- have conversations where I'm like, I saw this on TikTok. Um, <laughs> there was a TikTok where somebody like, there's this trend. Um, it was like a Shawn Mendes song where he's like, I will love you either way. And like, so like, they're just like coming up with these scenarios where it's like somebody coming out, like you're the parent and your son is coming out to mm-hmm. you. And you're just like, oh, I'll love you either way. And then they come out and say like, 
a second thing that isn't severe and you're just like, get the fuck out, like pack your bags, get the fuck out of my house. Like So, <laughs> so there was somebody that like, was like, oh, I'm watching Vampire Diaries or whatever. And my kid came to me and said that they were like um, a Stefan Elena, Stelena fan or whatever. And they were like, no. And then the person's like, oh, I love you either way. And then they came out and they were like, but I'm also team Matt. And he was like, get the oh. fuck out of my house. <laughs> People who don't watch Vampire Diaries are like, what the fuck are they talking about? I'm so sorry. Just trust me on this. (laughs) No. No one is Team Matt. No. Fuck Team Matt, okay? Like, that's not a thing. Ew. So, anyway. (laughs) Disgusting. (laughs) Of the episode. Uh, Anywho. I could simply never, ever. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Ooh. Anyways, next question. (laughs) Next question. What is the fictional couple that we feel has been through the most shit? Oh. You go first. (laughs) Okay, so I have two. And the first one is going to be, I'm going to say from the Sarah J. Mass world, Rowaylin. I really think they went through so fucking much and like i i get i get it i get that everyone is like a Feyre and Reese and stan but if we're being honest there were really very few barriers between that relationship like once tamlin right. was out of the equation there was really nothing stopping them from like being together it was just other their than own Feyre's mental health yeah exactly yeah. they just like got trapped in their own heads and we're like, uh, and that's kind of where the angst like came from. There was no, there were no like exterior barriers. Everyone wanted them to get together anyway. So it's just kind of like, eh. Whereas Rowaylin, not only did they have to deal with what Sarah J. Mass put them through in the books with the whole fucking Maeve and, oh, they were supposed to be mates and like they, you know, all these things. Like there's, you know, the vision that Aelin sees of like what their relationship could have been if Maeve hadn't fucked it up and the Valg hadn't fucked it up and all these things. Not only did they have to go through that, but externally on a metaphysical dimension that they could never possibly understand, the fans gave them such shit too. Like y'all Kelly and a stamp, like shippers, you know who you are. You know who you are made us go through it we were out here just trying to be like oh i think i think i love you know aelin and rowan together and y'all were like disgusting the age gap <laughs> little did you know Feyre and resand were right around the corner <laughs> ready to beat you up with a baseball bat no 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 we had to go through it we were fighting for our lives in the Legit. trenches of Sarah J. Mass would never put a human and a fae together. He's basically her dad. Like, oh, oh. Never mind that Aelin and Dorian are closely related. Not closely, but semi-related to. Just like the fact that at one point on Tumblr, I had to defend my stance on Rowan and Aelin from someone who thought that um god what was it they were like for sure certain that Knox was gonna make a comeback and like be with selena and then they were for sure that sam was gonna come back from the dead and (laughs) i'm remembering this viscerally because i was like 15 and i i was not an elevated individual at 15 so the amount of just like nastiness that i (laughs) called this person the worst names anyway that is so fun. I'm dying. There you go. 
<laughs> I can't. I'm like so mad now. I really went through it. Oh my god. Apparently, I'm gonna call Leslie. I'm gonna. I need a session. Oh my god. I, you know what's funny is like I. I think because I wasn't active in a lot of places online when the Sarah J. Mass books were coming out and obviously not the resurgence of Sarah J. Mass that came with book talk, but like I never like had an issue with, um, I mean, obviously people were still mad about like obviously Roe Allen, but at the same time, there were enough people that were okay with it by the time it came out that weren't on social meet like social media spots so mm-hmm. it wasn't as big mm-hmm. of a deal it wasn't as big of a deal um and then of course i love that like these were the same people that were reese reese and stan like the the fave mm-hmm. what is it what are they what's their fucking face and they're the the face and stands were the same people <laughs> that were shitting all over rowan in Yep. <laughs> the Throne of Glass series, and I'm just kind of like, oh, how the tables have turned. This was like mm-hmm. literally a book apart, and we are still yep. like here. Okay, yep. cool. Um, yep. So, anyways, I just he <laughs> was triggered. Anyway, um, no, I am triggered. Yeah, and they, it's like I got I feel over. You. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was no. Like, I was saying I feel you. I'm just I'm with you. All <laughs> I got over my need to like fight everyone by the time I started my Instagram account. So if you're gonna go and try to find receipts of me calling people like dickheads on t- Tumblr, good luck because they're all like shell accounts but oh oh my god I like mm, there are some handles that are like written like burned into my brain where like I can't see that combination of words without thinking of tumblr user whatever the fuck from 2014 so mad some people just really have the audacity to spout their wrong opinions in public and i just can't okay yeah no i get it i get it i get it i just i i'm just glad that i never had to deal with that online like i never had to really fight for my ship like at all like (laughs) i never had to deal with it I mean, I had to deal I with it, but like not to that extent where I had to, I felt compelled to comment on anything. <laughs> like, well, I definitely think, and like even, so that was me at 15. And honestly, like I look back at that and I'm like, that's embarrassing because like I knew that I was right. And so why did I feel the need to argue with people who were clearly wrong? But I feel like this is the same shit that's happening now with the Akatar fandom where I'm just like, you go out of your way to find stuff that's going to make you mad, which I say with like some compassion because that was definitely me fighting for my life with Roela. And I'd like seek out the hashtag Kaolena posts and be like, you're wrong. Like, I respect your opinion, but you're well, wrong. I was like, I also the words that, I mean, that would To be also, fair, to be like, fair without triggering just, you, here's the thing, to be fair without triggering you, I feel like it's, it, it sadly, it, it's a lot more hostile on the Akatar side right now on the ship wars because like the Yeah, but I mean that's what I'm saying just, is like, like just No, it's a, it's a lot, but I think I think the root of the problem continues to be you want to get fired up and you want to have a fight with someone. Like it's actually and I say this like Roelin was like rough during like right right when Queen of Shadows came out, right after what's it called? Air of fire. Like it was not, it was rough, but the thing, the, the thing that exacerbated it and made it bad was the fact that people, not just me, but I will acknowledge that again, you know, at 14, 15, I was an idiot. Um, <laughs> like we'd go out and purposely find stuff that was going to make us mad. 
and then interact with it. Like I still see stuff on the internet that makes me mad. That's the internet, but I don't react to it anymore. And I think that that's the Akatar fandom's problem is it's like, if you know you're right, then just sit with that and don't make it known, (laughs) right? Like you don't need to prove that you're right. (laughs) The sad part of course, is that like, we can obviously now say that because the the Roalan ship war is done with, but like yeah. sadly for the Akatar, the status of that ship war is still right. TBD because we don't no, even have a release date for the next book. Well, no, I'm just saying it's like true. Sadly, we're just gonna have to keep. We'll just have to right even discuss it to some capacity until that day and then when that happens we can just all be done with it and it'll be great because it'll be done what else is there to argue it's done it's It's canon now get out of here (laughs) i i do have a fear (laughs) oh no (laughs) um i'm like because i don't i don't know that fight is just like it's like mold. You just can't get rid of it. It's like termites busting out the roof every minute and a half. Like you think you're safe. Then you take a step and the floor falls underneath you. Anyway, anyway, this is what happens. I'm unloading this because I had to get on Tumblr to write a script for one of the episodes that we're talking about, which um, I will give you all a little preview. We're going to be discussing Crescent City theories at one point. But there's this blog that like doesn't it just all they do is like repopulate theories that people have done. They don't discuss them. They just share them. So it's kind of like all of the Sarah J. Mass theories that are happening right now are in the same place. And I just like had to go through Akatar fandom like rage posts basically while I was looking for the Crescent City theories. And I literally felt like a tour like someone who goes to a tourist destination in the middle of like a war. <laughs> literally I felt like I was like driving <laughs> like in a taxi cab trying to like take pictures while there's like grenades being thrown like that's how I felt it was horrible so anyway okay moving on this is not the subject of this episode which fictional couple do we feel has been through the most shit I feel like I've been through the most shit but Steph how about you <laughs> is that not what we, we isn't that the question we were just covering yeah, but you didn't answer. I said oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, I thought you like I thought you. No, were I've been talking for like, ten Hold minutes. On a second, ma'am. Hold no, on, ma'am. We are still <laughs> discussing this. Okay. Clearly, I'm going through my own mental trauma. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. Look. Okay. Not to sound like a broken record, but why don't I go ahead and say Jamie and Claire because, um, <laughs> Jamie and Claire go through a lot in general. Um, mm-hmm. on the page, and I don't want to spoil too much for anybody who is planning on reading the series or watch mm-hmm. the show because they stayed pretty like close to the the mm-hmm. the content in that show at least for the first three seasons but in book three which is my favorite book of the series to date um there is a gap of time in which mm-hmm. they are not together and not because they broke up but just uh like they're in two different t- same time zones that's not correct (laughs) (laughs) timelines they were two different the struggle of est and mst (laughs) i know 
He was in, um, you know, Europe time. There's an actual time zone. I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to be ignorant. But <laughs> she was in New York at the time. Um, no, uh, <laughs> there's just a gap in time where she comes back to the present um, and they are apart for an amount of time that I won't say. Because, again, I don't want to spoil for anybody who has not uh, watched or seen it but uh, or read it. But it's a lot. It is It is a lot. And normally I will say that it, reading any other like romance series or romance, like I would hate that. Mm-hmm. Like, because, and I feel like we've gotten that in Sarah's books with like Rowan and Aelin being a part in Queen of Shadows and obviously in uh, Kingdom of Ash for a bit. And then mm-hmm. um, even Reese and uh, Feyre were separated a bit too. Like, I hate that. I honestly genuinely hate when the couple have gotten together, but then they're apart mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And so, yeah, they had to go through quite a bit. And not only that, like when they do reunite, they then have to go through it again because they're oh. both like they're both sorting through like their lives apart. Like what, you know, mm-hmm. how have they changed or if they've changed at all or like what their circumstances are now in comparison to what it was however many years ago. So like, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I don't even remember, like, the percentage of how long in the book it takes for them to get reunited. So that's even more. So, like, you are genuinely, as the reader, going through mm-hmm. it because you are also suffering this separation. Even though you can see, like, both POVs and understand that both of them are going through their own thing. But you, as the mm-hmm. reader, are also having to wait to be reunited. So mm-hmm. I, I think that nothing compares to that in what I've read recently or, like, to date. Um, that's the couple I feel has gone through the most. Yeah. Everything else kind of just seems trivial, even though it's not. <laughs> well, I think it's like, I feel like it's hard to stand up to Outlander because you're talking about so many books that extend over such a long period of time yeah. that it's like they've been going through it for like, how long have these books been out now? Like 30 years? Yeah, <laughs> Like you're not getting... At least getting, 20 years. <laughs> like you're not getting that closure necessarily because um, they just like, keep happening but over you know such a long period of time that's kind of how I feel about um not necessarily like character couples but in terms of like characters specifically like I always come back to like um Game of Thrones which is not my favorite series but just in terms of like how long the characters have been suffering it's like nothing really compares (laughs) because you know they've been going through it for I think the books expand along like 10 some years now and um, you know, obviously it's, it's been like 30 since the first one released. So oof, yeah, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. I'm tired. They're tired. Lot. We're all tired. Which is, I think also why, like my tolerance level for like just standard smaller series or standalones, like mm-hmm. I can't handle just trivial, like separation <laughs> in books right. anymore. Cause I'm just spoiled now. I can't, I can't deal with it. <laughs> so uh, hopefully my answer to every question is not going to be Jamie and Claire, but I just want everybody to know <laughs> that there is no other answer other than that <laughs> for those okay. two questions. Well, I know for a fact you're not going to say them for this next question. So, Steph, are there any popular fictional couples that you can't stand? <laughs> okay. Um, the couple who I, which honestly, I probably know the answer, but I've blocked it out from ugly love. <laughs> Fuck, uh, 
that situation. Holy shit. <laughs> I just fucking hate that couple. Um, and primarily not to shit on heroines, but I'm going to shit on that one. I just, I can't. I'm sorry, <laughs> friends. I'm sorry. I can't. Ooh. Look, I, I am not going to act like I wasn't riveted by that story up until a certain point in the book. I absolutely was. Writing was great. I just could not with that couple. And that hero was not worthy of the heroine. And the heroine was a total doormat. I'm sorry. I can't fucking deal mm-hmm. with it. Definitely, like, legit, both of them needed to go to fucking therapy and just not be together. <laughs> um, that is genuinely my brain space. And then also, to keep things controversial... Um, What is Lysandra, it? Okay, no. Lysandra and Adrian oh, yeah. definitely needed to not ever. Well, no, it's controversial in the sense that I think that a lot of people were okay, like were sa- like not satisfied, but you know what I mean. Like we're fine with it, and they're they're not like they don't give a fuck as much mm-hmm. as I give a fuck about it. Um, yeah, and also I have feelings about the ship war and we're not going to open that can of worms, but like I have feelings about one of the two sides that I just can't understand. Uh, And, you know, we'll have that. We'll talk about it a hundred percent. Once we get closer to the release of that book, just because there's no point in us, like talking into the void about like speculation. Like, I think once we get like, further insight into what that book is going to be and then hopefully we can then start speculating well mm-hmm. that's good like obviously we'll we'll go in depth we'll, we'll we'll get into it one day but today is not that day but i will say that <laughs> okay. that is that is that that's my vibe that's my feel on that what about you ava well i want to ask a quick question that people might get mad about but steph is it the same couple like have your feelings changed or is it still the same couple that irks you from like the last time that you and I spoke about it because oh like, no it, it's no it's the same from the last time just, that okay. we we publicly also spoke about it um and if anybody wants to really like you know get a feel for get a vibe <laughs> Ava and I did an Instagram live um back in when did the February. March March or February yeah of 2021 which mm-hmm. you can still find on our Instagram at Phantomtastic Pod. If anybody's interested, you can get a recap. It's a spoiler chat, but we also answered questions, and that was a very commonly asked question: was so. the status of <laughs> our feels on ships? And of course, at that point, I don't feel like it was volatile. It wasn't a volatile situation at the time. No, I we, think like, they kind of got so volatile funny. afterward. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, it's so funny because you and I were literally like talking, like shooting the shit. Like we thought we were yeah. fine. We were like, no one's going to care. <laughs> but they did. And oh, that's okay. <laughs> because again, at the same time, while for the same reason that I was talking about ugly love, like I can absolutely understand why so many people love ugly love and mm-hmm. why a lot of people can relate and, and enjoy Colleen's books. I personally, I don't take issue. Like I love Slammed. Uh, which was her first series or her first published series. I love Slammed Hardcore. Like, uh, like I will go to the grave loving that series. Can't nobody tell me mm-hmm. nothing. Would 2022 reader Steph love that book? I don't know. 
Um, I won't go back and reread it because I don't want to taint that experience because I loved Slammed. But anyways, that's me saying that I can also remove my personal feelings from the situation and also say Mm -hmm. that I can see how the other side or the other viewpoint, like how you guys can come to that and and Mm -hmm. be passionate about it. That's okay. I'm just saying that me personally... I'm not vibing with the same. We're not we're not r- riding on the same thing here. Train, I'm just right? <laughs> yeah. We're not in the same boat and that's okay. And I'm not going to shit all over your thoughts and views because we're not in the same boat. But sadly, unfortunately, with ship wars, that's not always the case. It kind of gets mm-hmm. a little gets a little hostile and just because <laughs> I may not be saying something that you think I should be saying, doesn't mean that I'm a horrible person either. So, or I can be if you want to. If you want to put that on me, that's fine. That's oh not. Oh my gosh, I'm, it's fine. I'm still gonna Which... kiss my face in the mirror. It's fine. <laughs> Which thus wraps up our episode of Barney and Friends on how to treat people. Um, anyway, thank you for coming to my TED Talk, my thank ship you. wars TED Talk. Uh, no, so yeah. Uh, so if anybody's curious about where I'm standing and why I'm not saying it, I'm just not saying it not because I don't. I'm not passionate about my viewpoint. I'm just not saying it because I genuinely. Come on. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Yeah. And if, and actually, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Like, I'm team sex real. If anybody's really wanting to know, I'm just, I don't care who Asriel ends up with. So I just want Asriel yeah. to be happy. I'm, I am, I ship Asriel with happiness. So anyways, sorry, Ava, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to like, I'm going to finish up your statement, not finish up your statement. I'm going to like copy paste your statement and then add my own caveat, which is like, <laughs> I care just because one of them, I cannot, I can't, I can't stand. I hate it. I have always hated it. And even though I have publicly said and stand by the fact that I understand why a lot of people love that option, I've never liked it. I never will. I don't care if Sarah J. Mass writes one of her cheesy, she calls the mating scenes, like the marriage mating scenes. And we're all like, we want that. What the fuck? And we're all like, we want that. But I'm like, she could literally write an entire like Agassif length novel that just like talks about how happy they are and how over the moon they are to be in love. And I wouldn't like it. It wouldn't ruin my life, but I still would not like it. Um, (laughs) Fortunately, I don't, I'm of the opinion that I don't think it's going to happen. So I'm feeling okay. Um, but that's where I stand on that. And then in terms of other couples that this is also controversial, but at least the Akatar fandom can't come for me because it's not a Sarah J Mass couple. I cannot with Cressworth from the Stalking Jack the Ripper series. <laughs> uh, I tried. I did. I really, I want to like let the record reflect. I made such significant effort, but Audrey Rose's actions in capturing the devil i'm like no fucking wonder thomas is upset at you no wonder but then he gets like demonized for being mad and i don't under i don't mm -mm, mm -mm, no nope i don't like it um no (laughs) it's not for me the vibes are not there um that couple to me is kind of like what if anna and and hans got together from frozen Instead of Anna and Kristoff. It's like, ultimately, like, I wouldn't, you know, really care. Like, I, I think Hans is, like, irritating, but I don't have that many opinions 
but I would still just be like, I would just like tilt my head like a confused dog. Like what the fuck is happening here? That's how I feel about that couple. I'm just like, what, what, why? Mm, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get why everyone loves them so much. I think that I actually think many things, but I've, I've made it clear and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings because I know that people have like requested that we talk about that series. And all I'm going to say to those people is if you want me to talk about it, I don't think you're going to like what I have to say. And so that's why we probably won't do an episode dedicated to that series. So I'm done now. Thanks not to hate, best. not to, not to yuck anyone's yum. Um, but I personally find them to be yuck. So that's yeah. that. Moving on to some is. positive things. <laughs> um, are there any books that you're excited to read in 2022? Because we think that the couples, relationships, whatever, are going to be hashtag goals. House of Skype. <laughs> okay, obviously. Touchy, that was what I touchy, wrote too. Yes. Touchy subject though, because I know that there are a lot of people that are still like trying to disassociate because they are very concerned <laughs> about the status of the endgame situation. But at the same it's time, me. this is a this is also similarly like I just I also, as with Asriel, I am I'm a hundred percent invested in their happiness but at the same time i would be a hundred percent down with a poly relationship (laughs) which we have not yet had like like with main couple you know Mm -hmm. so i personally am very curious about the uh not even implication like the confirmation of sarah saying that there's 200 percent more therian content yeah i am I am, and we are going to have a completely separate episode about this. So if anybody's concerned, like we we are going to have theories, so don't worry. But like, my in my mind, I am excited to mm-hmm. see if there's going to be a thruple, and if it's Fingers not crossed. Therian, I'm I'm mildly curious, not mildly. I'm not. Let me not. Let me not pretend like I'm actually not. <laughs> sort of really hoping that Adis has some involvement in something because I the way that I feel about Adis right now is ironically the way that I felt about Reese when I read Akatar for the first time, the first book in Akatar. I was like, interesting fellow over here. What's going on? <laughs> Uh, and how can we get him more involved in the story? I don't really care how he how he is, but we need him more involved. And then sure enough, he ended up being Endgame. Uh, sorry if that spoils anybody who hasn't read it. But honestly, at this point, uh, I'm so sorry. But like, um, yeah, so all of this to say <laughs> that right now I don't have any couples that are uh, that aren't already on firm standing other than mm-hmm. I would say plated prisoner, but I don't oh, foresee yes. the plated prisoner falling through, but like if it does, okay. Uh, well, we, we, we know where Raven lives. Um, <laughs> I, I, yes, we, we will take it into our own hands at that point. Um, but yeah, so I think that I think of house of sky and breath is like on the forefront for me. Mm-hmm couple situation i'm very excited to get into let's get into it plus we have not yet had full penetration i need that so true um what about you obviously house of sky and breath but is there so yeah 
I'm going to co-sign Hosab and I'm going to say that in terms of poly relationships, yes, obviously I'm here for like a possibility of Therian and we'll get more into this in a different episode. So I'm not taking any questions at the time, but (laughs) Sarah J. Mass will receive a strongly worded letter if I do not get Rune, Declan, and Flynn as a thruple. Like I, mm, yeah, so... Poor Steph is going to have to act as the middleman. I'm going to be like, can you forward this really sweet text to Sarah for me, please? It has, I definitely do not say Blocked. big words. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm, I need I it. You, you don't understand. I need that so bad. Literally anytime. Rune is so gay. Like if he does not know it, then I just like need to hit him in the face with a frying pan, like a rainbow frying pan and be like, guess what? You're queer because, oh my God. Anyway. Okay. But I will not be thing, taking no, questions at this time. <laughs> but you know what? You know what though? In the same vein of conversation, again, we will obviously have, this is going to be a prequel to <laughs> our Crescent City episode. But like at the same time, I also kind of feel like, and I, I know that we've talked about it before. Like there also really aren't labels. I feel like on sexuality mm-hmm. within like any fey lore um unless no. other than self-imposed like society like our real world air quotes real world society norms societal norms but like at this like i just assume that all of them have done queer shit and just like you yeah know, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep it moving i mean other than like my my bae my future baby daddy helian like who is extraordinarily flamboyant and open mm-hmm. about it like because we can all agree that Azriel and Cass have totally banged it out. And I, and as Ava said, we will not be taking further questions on this. That is it. <laughs> like, no further comment at this time. Listen, Fuck it's it. canon because we said so, okay? It's so done. Don't argue. It's done. It is. It's, We're not going to talk about it again. Yeah. So, oh my God. So okay, everybody wait, knows. No, actually. <laughs> no, Ava. One more, no, 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 no. No, this is so funny. I have one more thing to say. And that is that, okay, so there's... Not to bring up the ship war again, but this was so fucking funny to me. This is, no, it's so, it's, I love this person and I am obsessed with them. So there are several sides of the ship war. There are, there are the Gwyn reels, there are the L reels, and then there are the illusions. And the funniest fucking thing to me is there's this one person, I love them to absolute bits, who like got on to a ship like I mean a post where everyone was just being nasty I was sitting there with like popcorn watching everything go down (laughs) going down reloading etc and this one person hops out of nowhere and like mind you with the ship war everyone is like pulling out you know like pieces of evidence and whatever and they had construed slash interpreted the scene where Asriel's like I'm gonna like beat up Lucian over Elaine they had interpreted it as Asriel is more concerned with getting hot and heavy with Lucian than he is with anything else. And so they're just like in their own corner going like I Lucian and Asriel or Endgame. And I, was that to Lu- this day, as Asrishian? Aslucian. Aslucian. Lucereal. Lucereal. And I was like, <gasps> and they, and the only thing that they did, they posted that meme of Miranda Cosgrove from iCarly where she's sitting, it's like the interesting meme. And they had like the <laughs> rainbow flag, like transparent <laughs> over it. It was so fucking funny. It was. 
That's also the like same. the same that so that meme where like somebody had done illustration like in illustrational diagrams of how um Azriel carried Lucian out of yeah. uh out of the water <laughs> Yeah, camp that was another Ackle, piece of Ackle their Ackle. thing. They're like bridal style carrying <laughs> Spider Monkey it was is my so favorite. So funny. That was the oh. best. And I also, was like, you. like watch Sarah totally like I know. <laughs> that's actually endgame, everybody. I'm so sorry. Like, everybody's fighting over the women, and Azrael ends up with Lucian. <laughs> Could you imagine? I would die. <laughs> I would die. I would die. Like, everybody's so, looking yeah. at this, inc- like, so wrong. Everybody's wrong, except for that <laughs> one person in the comments. Good for you. Oh, it was, oh, it was honestly glorious. I was like, thank you. <laughs> amazing poor people who so are listening good. to this that actually don't read Hakatar. like I'm i know so sorry sorry just, just you know what also also eat your popcorn and watch just yes seriously there's it some pretty hilarious. funny shit happening uh, yes. oh my god okay <laughs> <So> anyway <laughs> other than sarah j mass i am so looking forward to i received an arc and i'm so excited to jump into it of fevered star which is the second book in, I can't remember what the series is called, but the first book is Black Sun by Rebecca oh, Roanhorse. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Okay. So I know for a fact that some of these relationships are going to be very queer. I'm very excited about it. And there's just like this pair where it hasn't even necessarily been like coded as a relationship, like a romantic relationship. I just sort of get vibes and also, I think that even if it doesn't end up being like a romantic relationship, they're still going to be couple goals, if that makes sense. Like these two characters, I cannot wait to see what they do in Fevered Star. I'm so excited. So yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be good. I'm really, really hyped for that. Um, so Black Horse by Rebecca Roanhorse. <laughs> Please read it. Black, wait, wait, Black Sun. Excuse me. Not Black Horse. I'm sure that's a book, <laughs> but that's not the one that I'm referencing um so yeah okay okie dokie um moving on have we ever in our own lives judged romantic interests based off of our literary standards uh no because i think that it still goes hand in hand other than of course serial killers and uh people who kidnap folks like obviously in real life that would not translate um ha- unless you are tom mm-hmm. hiddleston or druig or <laughs> at, uh, harry styles like feel free um i will make exceptions <laughs> special case but no i think that because again i think that what are turn-ons and turn-offs in real life are the same in books and vice versa mm-hmm. um I just, I can't with certain personality types and also, but ironically enough, like, I, f- I feel like sometimes it's, it's also like the heroine too, where I'm just like, we can't, I can't read from your POV because right. you and I, like our tolerance level between the two of us, like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. your standards are way too low, ma'am. Um, we're going to have to like, I'm going to have to DNF and keep it moving. So, <laughs> I, uh, but anyway, so in real life, I just DNF a relationship. I'm just like, yep, yeah, no. Okay. We're done. Uh, <laughs> so that's, that's my answer. What about you, Ava? Um, 
I don't want to say that I've ever just been like disappointed when someone's personality isn't like a copy paste of Tarquin's, but that is like <laughs> definitely happened. Like I'll try to like lead people on into like certain directions where it's almost like choose your own adventure, except I'm in control. I'm like, this is my matrix and I need you to like answer the way that Tarquin would. And if people don't, I'm like, Whew. I have to take a calming breath be like, all right. <laughs> I guess it's not your fault that you were born the wrong person. Um, moving on. So, yeah. Sometimes sometimes I'm a little guilty of that. But I honestly don't think it's a bad thing. Because, like, people are sort of jerks these days. Like, basic human de- decency is sort of, like, in the ground. Like, the bar is so low. And I'm not even talking about, like, romantic relationships. Like, some people are just... I'm just like, why do you treat people that way? Why do you behave this way and think that you can get away with it? What is wrong with you? Sure. Um, (laughs) Sure. So hard. And so like... Uh. (laughs) Sorry. um, No, but like because of books, I think they just like give you higher standards in terms of like I've actually seen like what relationships and again, any relationships. I've looked at like relationships in, you know, between like parents and siblings and been like, shit, I wish my own were more like that. Um... So yeah, I definitely think that reading a lot of books and being like I, I, examining relationships and like analyzing them the way that I used to in school through like a literary lens has definitely mm-hmm. affected how I behave occasionally or what mm-hmm. my preference are, preferences are. Because I think that when you read books and you learn like which characters you relate to, you get to know yourself a little bit better, which then like helps you re- recognize like what role you play in relationships and how you behave and what you're looking for from other people. So I think it would be remiss of me to say that I've never been affected by my literary standards. So thankfully, (laughs) thankfully, (laughs) exactly. Okay. So all that being said, what is an OTP that has recently joined your ranks of OTPs? Like the most recent one where you're like, Oh, them. So right now, I just got finished reading um, the, fuck, I don't know what the name of the series is, but the first book is Stolen by the Wolves, um, Mm -hmm. and the second one is Taming the Wolves, I believe, and um, it is a, in my opinion, it's a reverse harem light for reverse Mm -hmm. harem lovers. Uh, It definitely starts off as not reverse harem, um, Mm -hmm. but it's a slow burn which who am i i'm not even like a slow burn person (laughs) um but it's really well written uh Mm -hmm. enough to get somebody who doesn't typically read slow burn to love it so Mm -hmm. um i love the the main couple like the main really is um tamsin is her name and thrain is the main love interest that she starts with starts off Mm -hmm. with and then it kind of goes like they you know are strangers but then it becomes like enemies to lovers um so which is great um but then it slowly evolves into a reverse harem situation but then you're kind of still getting the slow burn with the other two that will be involved (laughs) so right now because the series is not finished i can say that they're well, it's not a thruple, it's a fruple <laughs> for, for some, uh, is, is great. I, I'm like, they're definitely top of, um, my list because of course these are the, the most recent new mm-hmm. to me, uh, 
couples couple-ish situation uh (laughs) that I've read um what about you so I'm gonna put a caveat in front of this these books are not romance novels I would not even say that they are romantic so if you are looking and you need like a lot of romance and that needs to kind of like be the center of your story even if it's not necessarily a romance book uh these are not for you (laughs) um but the book they're they're incredible so the Greenbone saga by Fonda Lee which I'm actually really proud of myself I'm just going to toot my own horn here for a second because I set out in our 2022 bookish manifestations episode I was like that is the first series that I'm reading come 2022 and I actually did it I sat down and I binged all of them so I get to like cross that off my list and I'm really pleased that I did. Um, But it is very like politically heavy urban fantasy um, without a strong romantic vein through it. Um, The series carries on. There are three books but they occur over 30 years so you're literally following this family for 30 years like the main characters start off as young men and by the time the series ends he's like in his he's in his 50s um and it really does follow sort of the twists and turns of romantic relationships in a very like not romancy way like they go through it i think it's probably a very realistic portrayal of long-term marriages and sort of the ups and downs and like there's like postpartum depression as part of it. So if you're looking for like a happy like rom-com type situation or even like banter <laughs> in the form of like Quinlar, like you're not you're not going to get it. Um, that being said, there are like a couple of I mean there are a couple of sex scenes, so if that's all you need to get by, then I think you'll be okay. But there's just this one couple. You're literally watching them go through it for 30 years i just like want to tip my hat and just be like oh my god holy fuck like it is yikes a doodle (laughs) it is indeed yikes a doodle so yikes a doodle but i i'm just like yeah like they did it like good like i just want to like give them a round of applause and be like the them i love them so yeah you'll know who i'm talking about i literally don't want to give any spoilers for the series because it's so like emotionally traumatizing um that I think you just need to experience it for yourself. Uh, none of your faves are safe. She will kill people without mercy. Everyone's like, George R. R. Martin. And I'm like, no, watch out for Fonda Lee. She's coming for you. She's coming for your faves. <laughs> um, <laughs> literally. But yeah, those couples are, uh, I love them to bits. Um, and then the second, I'm just going to throw out Rip and Oren from Plated Prisoner. I love them. And... Um, God, oh, I'm forgetting. Okay, I'm listening right now to the audiobook of um, The Wall of Winnipeg and I, or and me, or whatever it's called, by Mariana Zapata. And I'm really enjoying Aiden and Vanessa, even though this is a really fucking slow burn novel. I literally feel like I've been listening to it for like 600 years and they haven't, you know, gotten together in the way that I thought they would. Um, <laughs> but I like it. I'm excited to see what happens. So. Hmm. Yeah, that's that. I would also like to... No, I would like to also say uh, Rip and Aaron because I I love that couple. And uh, honestly, I would totally... I mean, we talked about this with Raven. Like, we would totally Mm -hmm. be okay with a multiple... Oh, yeah. 
Like, and not necessarily even with Rip and Aren, just like other possibilities that are floating about that kind of, you know, could work. Other threads Mm -hmm. to weave, Mm -hmm. to be woven. Uh, Yeah. Like that, that whole series is full of deliciousness (laughs) with coupledom. I I love it. It's true. It's true. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm with that. Anyways. Okay. Um, are there any OTPs that we have headcanoned? This is like our final episode or our final question. So take it away with uh, like couples that don't exist that you've like wanted to exist. Manon and Alid from Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Throne of Glass. Mm-hmm. Like in mm-hmm. my mind, I think it's still happening because we still don't, we don't know what's going on. Um, that was, I think, like, I feel like that's, like, my top one just because I feel cheated out of that ship. Yeah. I wanted it so bad. Um, so that's my final answer, I think, in popular books. Like, I don't think that there are any – I will say, like, I know that a lot of people get upset with a pivot that happens in series when, like, the heroine or hero doesn't end up with, like – the primary, like the first mm-hmm. love interest that you might get invested in. But reality is like a lot of people don't end up with, I mean, we've talked about this before in the past. Right. Like a lot of people don't end up with the first person that like their first love or their first, and you can still love, mm-hmm. have people that you've loved in the past and end up with somebody else and be absolutely happy. So right. um, I feel like a lot, a lot of other readers feel differently about mm-hmm some of the pivots that have happened in popular books, especially because we've all read them so we can all relate. Um, right. <laughs> in particular, Sarah's books, but I, yeah. And like, there are more that I want to talk about, but I can't because there are books that haven't come out yet. Um, <laughs> so obviously we'll have like a part two in the future or something. So we could talk about some of these, especially, <laughs> especially the ship wars in Akatar. Um, but, <clears throat> but for now, I will say Alita Manon are like top of my list on that. What about you? I, I'm like actually so sad that we never got like Rhysand's sister because I think that whoever she ended up with, like she, that person would have had to deal with not only Rhysand coming for their ass, but Asriel and Cassian and more and Amrin and eventually Feyre. Like, imagine having the having to like go through the entire inner circle to like make sure that you are worthy of like dating this person. Like, I think that they just would have put whoever she ended up with through so much shit, and like maybe eventually they would have like joined in on the snowball fights. Like, I just think that would have been like an additional dynamic that would have made the inner circle like so good just because I feel my personal opinion is that people kind of do whatever Resand wants and the only one who really like nudges back against him is Feyre which I love love that for her um but I think that his sister would have been kind of that voice of like okay I know you don't want to hear this but I think you fucked up (laughs) and so like just to have whoever she ended up with kind of like be in that vicinity I think would have been a hysterical dynamic um just because I think that in-law relationships are fascinating and funny maybe that's Mm -hmm. because I don't have to deal with them and that's why I'm safe like my mom is out here like hashtag triggered she's like someone said (laughs) in-law um (laughs) 
<laughs> so, but I just, I always find those relationships to be like funny where it's like a very much loved, like, it, like she's like the baby sister of the family, obviously, if she had lived RIP. Um, and so to have to, you know, like they would have obviously been so protective of her. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's one that I do hold in my heart consistently as like, <laughs> well, I think that honestly, that one, of course, which is sad, is like, of course, it would have been a sad ending. So like, you're, it's, mm-hmm. so it's just like Assassin's Blade with Sam, and you're like, oh, yeah. that was cute, but like, mm. <laughs> that's well, no, I mean, she was like, she was like twelve when she died, so it makes sense that she wasn't like with anyone. But like, I'm saying, if she had lived and had yeah. like a happily ever after, like, I would have loved that. But Sarah J. Mass said trauma instead, so here we are. Typical. Classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Whew, so I'm all coupled out. I, I felt like yeah. we were going, yeah, we were going through couples therapy. <laughs> like that should Literally. be the title of the episode. Couples therapy. Um, but thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Uh, make sure to follow us, by the way, in case you missed it, on our new Instagram handle, Phantomtastic Pod. And also check out our new website, phantomtasticpod.com. So you can Mm -hmm. check out some awesomeness. Plus, we have some really cool, um, exciting interviews and chats and things that are coming up soon with some authors who have written some of our other favorite couples. Um, So stay tuned, everybody. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review and all that jazz. Got all of that. All right. That's everything. And now, everyone remember... Don't let the hard days win. That's right. And we'll catch you on the next episode, everybody.